Hey, friends of the Look Back, this is Keith. How are you? Well, I'm excited. I just recorded another session, this time with an old colleague of mine, one Robert Scoble. In my mind, Scoble was the guy that introduced me and many in the tech world and, and even the, the larger um, business technology ecosystem introduced us to what blogging was and what podcasting was and what it could be. He would write and then did video interviews um, as a job, as a focus for both private companies and then with media companies where we worked together at a company called PodTech back in the day. A little too early for the, all the podcasting excitement today. But uh, he developed a huge following in the technology uh, world and um, just people flocked to his, uh, his rants on technology and certain companies and he focused on certain leaders, but actually, I shouldn't even say rants. He was more of a, uh, an enthusiast who would foam over the latest gadgets and the great technology and what was coming. And people would just, you know, hang on his every word and listen to his forecast. He was often wrong about forecasts, but he was passionate and he had great insights. Um, he still does, but he also uh, uh, has a lower profile today. You'll hear some reference to that, and that's why I wanted to make an introductory comment. Some of the recording and audio on this podcast is a little bit off. Robert, in his true nature, was uh, in a self-driving Tesla that he owns, and he would not put his hands on the wheels for the duration of the call. And yet we had some bad connections in certain points, but I let the audio uh, play on and the recording go on and didn't edit it out. You'll capture the full feel of our discussion as I'd like you to do anyway. Um, and so sorry about that. And also he does make a few veiled references to his past um, where if, if you read these things, he was um, uh, swept up in some of the Me Too movement. Um, and look, uh, you know, I'm not there to judge um, some of that stuff, just so you know. Um, it's somebody else's job to adjudicate on that. But I did have a chat with him. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, look forward to your comments. And yeah, check it out. Subscribe. Hey, share it with a few other people. That is always appreciated. All right, here it is. Talk to you soon. Well, Robert, good to see you. You know what this is? This is my, my COVID quarantine venture. I call it the look back. I get to check in with some old friends and see what's up and, you know, helps us all stay a little bit sane and maybe just a little bit, you know, and, and, just, to, and just to keep us alive. And There's no coming back for me, and I'm totally into the insanity here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, uh, I don't um, feel surprised by that comment at all. <laughs> yeah. Things are weird, or they're gonna get weird. Yeah, I know. We we keep thinking there's a light at the end of the tunnel, then something else no. comes, and it's a train. And uh, yeah. I know we're, I know sups weighing heavily on us in the moment. We're worried about New Orleans. We're worried about Tahoe fires. Um, you know, Delta variants, and yet uh, you 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 and I get a chance to just talk about life for a sec. Catch me up, man. What are you up to? I know it's gonna be interesting. I'm not doing much, anything. Um, I'm sort of doing what you're doing, just checking in with people and keeping up to date on the future. 
my money is coming out of investing in the public market. I don't have enough money to invest in, in startups. Um, yeah. And then, I thought you, uh, I thought you, summer, I thought you I were going to talk about some, some crypto retirement account or something. <laughs> um, I do have some crypto, but not enough to matter. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's I'm, chat about, I'm, let's chat I'm about a little toe in the water. And yeah. All right. Uh, I'll ask you about some other stuff, though, Robert, going back yeah. in the day, okay, when, uh, I, you know, you were doing a lot of journalistic writing, and then you shifted over to Microsoft and had this really interesting uh, gig there. Tell me about yeah. that for a second. Um, so, I, yeah, you got to go back a few more years before that, which is blogging really got going in the in the 2000s right 2000 well i got into it in 2000 in december yeah. of 2000 but the commercial stuff started two years later right the tech crunch disney and gadgets the gizmodos the huffington post they all started yep. at about the same time uh, here's a nice little accident i have to go around hold on uh, you know why we have Teslas. Um, so this was about 2000, I got into blogging. And right around the same time, the dot bust happened, right? And there was a lot of people laid off in the valley. A lot of people were trying to run companies, but it had just laid, like Evan Williams, uh, who um, uh, started Twitter, and before that started blogger uh fired all of his employees all of his programmers because he had no money left and this was around 2001 right and so um yeah people forget those days right and now social media is on top but i don't know where i was going with all that well i was just taking you back through what i to the Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. I mean, getting my job at Microsoft, um, I had to scramble for a job because I had laid myself off of a job in late 2001 in a blogging company that Dave Weiner ran. And we ran out of cash and same thing. So I took a job at NEC answering telephones for the salespeople. So the salespeople would call up and say, hey, do we have a hundred of these widgets? I have a customer. Right. And because of that, I met Vic Gundotrek at Microsoft because he called me up one day after seeing me chat, chatting about tablet computers and um, saw me chatting in one of the news groups about it and said, I want to be the first one to get that tablet that you just talked about. Mm. And he ended up buying 400 of them for Bill Gates and then hired me to come up and teach his team, his uh, uh, evangelism team, how to use social media uh, properly. Got it. <laughs> uh, we showed him a few improper ways too. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, so yeah, that was that's sort of, and then I get to study the inside of a big company. Um, I, 
I remember thinking about it when I was there. I was like, this is like the world's ultimate MBA. I get to walk around Microsoft with a video camera and ask anybody any question. And that, and that was really <laughs> innovative, Robert. At the time, nobody's done it. it. And in yeah. fact, you could argue... I that, almost got fired for it. That's how you know it was innovative. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, and, and by the way, do you think... <clears throat> Do you think Microsoft, Google, Apple would let you do it today? Hell no. No, <laughs> if they do, it will be planned out, you know, and, and that removes some of its authenticity. I mean, I, I see companies doing some of that, but it, it doesn't really work. And anyways, we're heading in a new, into a new era that social media is going to be a lot less interesting. <laughs> so well, at least we at least the social that. media that we're looking at today may face yeah, a yeah, downdraft, yeah. right? We still will be social with each other for sure. Only, you know, a few years from now, we're gonna have a blackjack table at my um, in the back of my house, and you're gonna join us virtually and walk around and see the cards and all that, right? So, if that's <laughs> Will if I be that's going to see, happen in the next few able, years, go ahead. Will I be able to see your cards before I before I make a bet? <laughs> uh, only if I show them to you. <laughs> Just like the real world, right? If I show them to you, <laughs> if you oh, sneak I know, a peek. I, I love your fascination with VR and AR, and I think it's really exciting. How are you looking at that market from a, a time to adoption cycle? The The... You know, the the age old question, is this another year of the land that actually lasts a decade of of slow adoption cycles? I I think the the lesson I keep getting taught is this stuff fa moves fast when it does move because it's exponential. Mm. But it does take time to reach exponents that are interesting. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so um Will we be wearing a pair of glasses in the street next year? Probably not. Some of us might. Yeah. Right. I, already some people have snapped spectacles on. Some of us might, but mass market, probably not. Will that happen the year after? Probably not. But then it starts getting fuzzy and you're going, well, three years from now? maybe right maybe it's starting to come in maybe apple has shipped something really beautiful and everybody wants it right you know it's funny robert i i'll i'll use a silly example only because i just heard about it with the apple watch and yeah. people people looked at it initially and said oh that's great that's cool so there's an initial flux of people that want it and then yeah. all of a sudden it, it feels like it peaks and nobody is talking about it anymore Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, some improvements, some changes. And all of a sudden, they're the dominant player in the watch market with 23% yeah. market share. They're the leading player yeah. and they're adding all kinds I, of new tech. And I see no way Apple is going to give up the home anytime soon because only Apple has a mesh, a new mesh network called Ultra Wideband, which could connects AI computers into your headset. Only Apple has this. 
and it's in the home already. I have two M1 chips in my home, which have this ultra wideband mesh network already in the home. They've been planning this for 10 years and they're disciplined and they're in control. They're the number one. They have well, I'm going to look to them on the uh, on the VR side as well with a with a key play. I think they're going to come at it much differently than the VR AR industry wants. Like what Facebook and Microsoft are doing with yeah, it. Facebook has to start from scratch, so they they basically can assume they're going to be fighting for the new customer, the 3D customer. Apple's on the other hand is like what are you people talking about? Everybody's watching football on 2D screens. Nobody's watching it in 3D yet. Now, will they in 10 years? Uh, yeah, we could argue that. But how are we going to move them? And they're going to start with where people are, which is on 2D screens. Right. Well, I'm digging the 4K, 8K <laughs> images. I'm seeing. All right. So he here's the thing. I just bought an $8,000 TV <laughs> to make a point, right? <laughs> In other words, buy the rich person's TV, uh, you know, richer person, right? There's actually more expensive ones. Yeah. You can go up, you know, a, a friend of mine has a, a multi-million dollar <laughs> cinema room, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? So you, you can get crazy if you're a billionaire, right? Right. But normal, I mean, I'm I'm sitting in traffic in Silicon Valley where everybody makes one hundred fifty, two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and there's a Tesla next to me and a Honda. That's the UBI, I think. <laughs> well, Silicon Valley has the money and the jobs, and I'm sitting in it, and these people all have, you know, a TV at home, and they all have other things right do they have a sonos or a speaker system do they have a, a surround sound system if you have a tesla you have a surround sound system right yeah well, did, as a car i mean I, if you told me 20 years ago your car stereo is going to be better than anything you stole, sold in the 1980s i'd be like well, how are they going to do that <laughs> <laughs> You need big speakers to make good sound, right? Yeah. But now we have computer-controlled little tiny speakers that are bouncing sound off of surfaces. Right? If, I, if I told you when you were at Microsoft that Microsoft and Apple, and go ahead and let's throw in Google, what the fuck, uh, are going to be the three largest companies in the world with tri trillion-dollar valuations, would you have uh, believed that? I... I would have believed that Microsoft's not going anywhere. Valuations were going to get so insane. I mean, if I, if I knew that I would have made bets. Oh yeah. I, you know, I mean, I've passed, I, I. Yeah. Forget man, it. If, forget the started, stock market stuff. I guess my point though is. No, it was. Uber was invented right in front of me in a Paris snowstorm. I was the 79th user of Instagram, right? Siri was the first one. Uh, I was the first one to see Siri. I just saw it in an autonomous park to see that, supposedly. So, uh, the PR people lie to you and make you feel good. But, dude, you, you actually are very, Instagram. you you do have a very good nose for uh, the big stuff. The critical part beyond it is timing that 
point to mass and we can even go back okay so let's have a funny story because you and i know each other through podcast wait a yeah 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 and, and, and walking around the consumer electronics show right six years six years ago i videotaped it i uh dolby cto showed me dolby atmos and dolby vision for the first time i just got it for the first time this year oh, yeah right it took yeah. six years for me to get something I had seen and wanted, right? Because it took six years for me to get brave enough to buy an expensive TV, right. right? And I was waiting until they got good. And they, this year they got good. This year, a 4K OLED TV looks, oh my God, amazing. Well, let's 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 have a laugh about podcast for a second. The podcasting world. Right. We were we were surfing that wave. You were the the big wave rider in that group, and you defined a category or part of the the, the elite group of people that had a big following. Blog. We had so much fun and so much yeah. um, interesting, but not the revenue success. And, you know, uh, at a point in time, people thought, well, it's going to cave. In fact, the pod tech investment and the players in that first generation, you know, barely hung on. But some of them did like, uh, you know, like um, what's his name? Uh, Ro, um, what's his name? Well, there's Steve Gilmore. He's at Salesforce. Jeremiah's doing his own thing. Oh, no, I'm talking about the major guys that uh, have their pod oh. shows that lasted oh. 10, 15 years. Rogue. Rogan. Rogan. Why I yeah, I mean, I, there's always going to be superstars in in these businesses, right? And yeah. um, people who get an audience because they're they're funny or they're good or they're funny and smart or the funny and rich right. and connected. Well, by right? the way, on the record, I'd say you had the greatest podcast going and still should, but we kind of ran out of a little bit of steam. Yeah. You know, if we didn't make the mistakes, we would be all rich and not talking to each other. <laughs> That's classic. That's a great one. I'd be on an island and we'd be jet skiing around somewhere with somebody. Right? I guess we just we, we're just meant to toil and stay stay in the game. You know, we're just meant to stay in the game. OK, I'll. I'll you, you the game is all around me on the street. I mean, which is really much more accurate than it might seem, right? Um, the car companies are all spending a lot of money <laughs> trying okay. to figure this shit out. And I have a question for you. Yeah, and you can correct me if I'm wrong because all we haven't chatted live in a while, but I follow your stuff on Twitter and everything. So, yeah. I know you're a huge Tesla bigot, Elon fan, and for those of you who don't see the video, he's giving me the big piece and prosperity yeah. sign for Elon. Um, I think he's an amazing genius, too. Don't get me wrong, but I got to ask, what's the hook that's going to keep Tesla ahead of everyone else? Because, uh, you know, being first isn't always, you know, everything. Here's, here's, One second. Here's, Let me finish. Let me finish the question. So... I see Tesla and I see a, an incredible car company, but not that it's going to be able to compete on its car alone. Then there's the data play, which, right, everyone says data is the new oil and the engine is AI. I can maybe, explain why that's real important. And right? maybe that's the play. But then there's also the battery technology, which is incredible. Does he just become known as 
Is he so? Is he the battery guy, the AI guy, the car manufacturer with brilliant? They're not getting how big he's thinking. Okay, he's thinking about the everything guy. Because when this technology gets finished off, and it's getting finished very quickly, I just saw a company that they called Helm, which has faster learning computer vision than anybody. And there's a lot of things that are going to happen when this technology gets finished off because it runs robots and a similar kind of tech software also runs augmented reality glasses that are coming. So if you can build a car that drives down the street, you can build an AI that does literally everything in our society. And so when you start thinking about why is Elon building a robot? Why does Elon want, want visibility into the power grid? Why is Elon building, you know, boring company? <laughs> it's, he all has a reason. And, it, and it's not that hard to figure out the reason, partially because he just t outright tells you what he's doing 10 years before he does it because he's late. <laughs> That's part of his charm. He's late on purpose, I think. Oh. Um, Tesla is going to end up with a lot of transportation. And to make that statement true, you have to understand the exponential learning nature of AI and why AI is changing a lot of businesses and is about to change every business. And when I say about, I mean in the next 10 years. Right. Right? Because in human history, that's a very short period of time. I mean, the first iPhone came out 13 years ago, right? So, 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 so in about that same time frame, you know, so, you know, 13 years from now, this world is going to be run by robots and autonomous cars and transportation is going to be way fucking cheaper than it is today because of that. And when the cost of something goes down and it's going to go down by a lot, when the cost goes down, demand goes up and we use transportation for new things like, hey, go, go pick up my food. Go pick up my dry cleaning. Go pick up, go get a car wash. Go charge, right? Go pick somebody else up. Go pick my mother-in-law up at the airport, right? So now transportation is a service that you're going to use. And man, Elon is wiping up there because he bet right. And he bet in a way that everybody in the industry said is wrong. He cameras and Ford followed him and everybody else is going to have to throw away all their AI and go back to starting over. And uh, I see it very clearly now that this is going to happen and that robots are about to get really cheap. I mean, cheap enough for an Amazon truck to have a robot on it that delivers the package to your front door right? The costs of robots are coming down. That's what Elon sees to 
because he can remove a lot of complexity by using cameras to as the sensor system instead of LIDAR. Because cameras cost a dollar from LG each. LIDARs cost $50,000 from a variety of companies. Right. Now they're coming down too, but not as fast. And I've seen now AI companies that are visual only that are stunning. And they are building the robots of the future that are going to do a lot of things. There's a lot of companies coming. My friend works at Walmart and he said he's building the checkout lane of the future and he's going to replace, you know, two or three employees with one and save Walmart alone $20 billion is their plan with computer vision, right? 10 cameras around the checkout reduces the need for people because there's going to be a robot there packing your shopping cart or unpacking it. Right, and and making sure everything is scannable. Right, by the cameras around. So the world is about to shift. It's gonna be fun. And Elon, and we haven't even talked about what's coming in the home with Apple. Apple's gonna bring a TV device next year that's gonna blow away my TV that I just spent ten grand on. It's going to blow it away. Not even close. It's not even going to be close. You come over my house, you look at the $8,000 TV, you put on the Apple headphone, and it's going to blow it away. It's going to be higher resolution and bigger on 2D screens, right? Just start with virtualized 2D screens, big fucking screens. You can't compete with that if you're TV. So you want to watch a movie, you can watch it in an IMAX theater if you put on a headphone, a headset. Mm. And of course you're going to do that. So Apple's headphones are starting to really do some interesting things. The spatial audio, right? It's, it's, to me, it's about computers. What is the computer doing in the headphone? And what happens when the computer shrinks again? Which it will every 18 months, right? Every two years, that fucker gets... <laughs> one quarter the size of what it is today, right? So you start thinking, how many computers can they put in your ear, you know? And, and how many, what, what can they do with 3D sensors? Well, a lot, because the, cam the cameras that are driving my car are 3D sensors. Cameras are 3D sensors. So you start thinking about what's possible like next year the computer, the computers that are putting everything into your sensory system. So Apple's in charge of our experiences, movies, music, games, books, blah, blah, blah. People are like, oh, Apple's not a gaming company. I'm like, this Apple device coming is going to put two 8K chips in front of your eyes. You're not going to want to look at other monitors ever. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Right. So if I were to characterize, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, people can't really think that much about what that means. If you have a $500 headset 
with it, two 8K chips on it that can virtualize an entire 2D screen like an IMAX theater. Holy shit, that's going to be cool. And Apple's going to make it so you can wear four of them in a house at the same time and talk with each other while one kid is talking to his friends on Discord and, and Roblox. One kid is watching this YouTube shit. My wife is playing a casual game and I'm watching a movie. All while we're talking, we're all doing our own thing in our media headset. That's already happening in our house. Yeah. It's just everybody's looking at small little dinky screens. Wait until you put on a headset and you get this IMAX theater around you. <laughs> and Apple, only Apple has the AI in the house already to do it. It's going to take a lot of math to make sure those screens stay in the right place, right? So, and, and do a lot of other things. I mean, they're going to do a lot of things with AI self-driving car kind of things, right? I.e. a robot is going to come in your kitchen and make you dinner someday. It's funny. The uh, Clash of the Titans is really going to go next level with... Uh... Oh, yeah. <laughs> People don't get this. You know, my, my son likes watching baseball games. I'm like, why do you like watching baseball games? That's a game of no consequence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this game has Apple alone is spending $40 billion. And if they win at this, they're going to be a $4 trillion business or a 10. You know, the world I live in, Robert, which is very different from your, uh, your life. It's I'm driving through Cupertino, so I'm getting a lot of Apple control. <laughs> mind control. Mind control is getting me. <laughs> so, yeah, we, 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 we joke, but we also know there's a little truth in some of this stuff. But uh, there's a lot of truth in that, by the way. If, <laughs> if I could put 2D glasses on your eyes and let you and control how you look at the world, yeah, how what is actually on the real world, oh man, I could make you take to the next off ramp. Right. Yeah, hey, there's a ten million coin over there. Go take the next off ramp. I'll, I'll, I'll be looking at the world through Apple colored glasses. <laughs> or Facebook, which right. hey, welcome to the advertising along the freeway, right? <laughs> right. The, the diabolical world of the social media kingpins. They all will have their problems. Yeah. I mean, Apple, you're gonna have to pay some money for. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, if you need a pair of AirPod Pros, that's 250 bucks. And then you have $500 viewer, you know, you, they, for me, that's not a big deal. But for a lot of people, that's out of reach. Right. So um, Apple, Apple has to worry about Facebook because Facebook can put a $1,000 bill in every box for a long time and not expect anything back until later, right? And that's what they're doing. Yeah. They're putting a lot of money in every box. Because they're spending, and Apple is too, they're spending a lot of money. And why? Because they know if they get a piece of this world, it is 
big money. It's also very important existing businesses like Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp. Hey, right? so Robert, I'm we all start wearing Apple glasses and using Apple social network. Facebook is out of business in very short order because Facebook doesn't have anything else, right? Well, so what? Zuckerberg knows this, and that's why he's spending the money. <laughs> Hey, let's um, let's do a little pivot, Robert, because just uh, yeah. I'm running a little bit out of time. Your connections gets a little wonky in that cheap car. Sorry. Um, yeah. I'm half teasing, you know that. Um, so we talked a lot about Tesla and Apple. Who would you rather work for as a uh, as a young guy coming out of whatever your first job, your next job, but you get an offer to work for Steve Jobs or Elon Musk? Elon, not even close, Elon. Yeah. The dude, the dude lands rockets on barges. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's an engineer, engineers. That's why engineers want to, know, you know, they want to do. You get to work on the next one. Of computers, right? That's right. what engineers want to do. Okay. Okay. What I'm else back. is cooler than that? Going to the Mars, right? I mean, that's why all the big boys are playing with space companies. They know it's very aspirational. But the real answer is Tesla is, has a credible shot at owning transportation as a service. And that's going to give it so much damn data and let them do so many things from metaverses to AR glasses to all sorts of services to new kinds of restaurants. The, that uh, there's not even close. Tesla just has the breadth of, Elon has the breadth of companies and has the data to back it up in this new age of going, that we're going into where AI and a robot is going to do a lot of things. Right? Yeah. Where does, um, where does a guy like Bezos stand in your pantheon of, uh, tech he's doing the robot the delivery he's got data he's a math guy he he's the one walmart's chasing yeah yeah and they're gonna be chasing forever he's he just passed them in sales right amazon just passed walmart sales yeah. walmart amazon has warehouses with millions of robots so they know what robots are. They know how to build them. They know they bought robot company. They know how to, how to build the sensors on them. They have people building uh, very thin uh, radars for drones and other things that are extraordinary pieces of engineering. They have 10,000 people working on Alexa, uh, their AI thing. Their company is just, uh, it's my uh, one of my favorites. I'm more bullish on Tesla and Apple, but Amazon's my number three. I can't, I can't disagree. I love where Google's playing and, and some of the things they're doing under the I, radar. I think Google, Google's not going anywhere anytime soon. I mean, I, I use Gmail, I use Google Calendar, right? Blah, blah, blah. Google Docs, Google Spreadsheets. And they have their hooks into us in a lot of ways. Right. <laughs> ways. <laughs> <They don't. laughs> yeah. 
Um, the the growth of Google could be cut off at the knees though, and they are not making the right moves uh, to be really, really bleeding edge relevant. And I don't know that that matters to them anymore. I mean, YouTube makes $1.8 billion every 12 days or something crazy like that. I mean, it's, it's insane the amount of profits these companies are making. You yeah. know, it's weird to think about how how much profit Google makes. So I, I'm not worried about Google, even if I'm right in over 20 years, it it, it shrinks down. I, it doesn't matter. Well, it's interesting. But I, I can hear about who who is pushing the future. And I don't see Google doing it, uh, doing the interesting stuff. Well, with the other companies we talk about, the, uh, you know, I I do. And I'm going to, I, yeah. The real, the real leaders we were talking about with, with Elon and, uh, you know, Bezos and, and what Apple's doing, they're really pushing it because of the leadership. I don't see the same, uh, folks at the top of Google doing that. I mean, the guys like uh, Sergey, Larry, um, they've lost a few other top execs. They don't seem to be as present. Now, maybe they're just not visible present, but I don't um, see it. No, I think they're cashing in rich. I, I you know, if, I know both of them a little bit. I've skied with like Larry Page and stuff. Um, if I was them, I would not be thinking about anything i would be having fun somewhere their net worth is i think around 200 billion yeah and and more like i said more shows (laughs) up every minute you know those people i'm not worried about those people at all they're sitting on some island in the caribbean jet skiing i mean why would you work if you were those people well, you could unless say you have, unless you have some sort of mental issue that you want to work, you know. <laughs> well, this is this is a whole nother topic. I don't want to keep you, but uh, it's, uh, it's interesting to see what the give back is going to be from some of these people that have created this enormous amount of wealth around certain companies. I think it's going to be worth worse in the next decade because as robots come. It centralizes uh, all profits into very few hands, right? If you get rid of all the people in America working, well, first of all, some of us are going to be smart and start robot companies, right? But, and that's what's going on. The startup I saw last week has 30 math geniuses and they're building the, the sensory system for the robot. You okay, know, I'm going to talk to you offline about some of those companies. I need to get uh, <laughs> my portfolio better aligned. <laughs> yeah, just think about AI, man. Watch Kathy Woods at ARC. She's on point. Yeah. She's, she's on point. So... Hey Robert, it's it's great catching up with you. I, yeah. I are you in Marin yet? Where are you? Oh, I'm driving uh, over uh, the Stanford Linear Accelerator shortly, okay. and then uh, I'm I'm going across Page Mill Road in Palo Alto right now, which is right near where we used to work. Right 
Absolutely. There you go. Wave, wave uh, to our old house. Um, great catching up. As always, fun watching you and your stuff. And uh, when all this shit settles down, we'll go grab a soda somewhere, huh? No hands, Mom, on the freeway. Doing care. 75 miles an hour. There's Scoble waving. <laughs> no hands on the car. Oh, gosh. It still worries me. I got the old gene going now. I still worry. I... This thing is so amazing, um, and it's about to get a lot more amazing in the next six months. So. Hey, I know, I know, Elon's listening to this. Hey, hire Scoble, <laughs> grab. No, let, let him, I grab somebody on the ass. That's let him work. grab his camera <laughs> and do some blog interviews around Tesla, SpaceX, and everything, uh, man. Let's, over, man. Let's start those to get everybody on board with the new future. You got to play a new game because if you're working at a checkout counter, the robots are coming for your job really soon. Yeah. So we need a new game in America and it's going to be messy. It's going to be messy. So people who are watching the bleeding edge know this and are starting to think about it. I well, I hope we come up with some good answers because it's, it's really a global thing. I know it may hit us hard, but, uh, ramifications everywhere it will be the the nice thing is on the other side we have much much more efficient uh, education and much better uh entertainment you're going to be in the front row on a lady gaga concert soon right can't wait so maybe not gaga yeah, i'm a fan i'm a fan of gaga but that would be my first and then i you know i've been to both so. all right Awesome, bro. Good chat. See you. All right. Be safe. Thanks for listening to The Look Back. We do appreciate your support. Welcome any feedback and would love it if you would subscribe to this podcast and even consider sharing it with some of your friends. For more information and other cool info, check us out at newmanmediastudios.com.